I'm Steve Carano. Welcome to this episode of Body Performance. I got a new laptop, so if you're getting some echo, I apologize. Today we're going to cover three topics. You don't grow muscle, stop doing planks to get abs, and will you lose strength if you lose fat or body weight? The first topic is you don't grow muscles, you build muscles. And that's something that people have to keep into perspective because guys are so obsessed about eating, especially eating protein. Have you heard, if you don't eat protein every three hours, you're not going to build muscle. Or if you don't eat protein every three hours, you'll lose your muscles. What garbage is this? Where did this come from? Have you seen a football game between warmups, the game, After game meetings, showering, citing autographs, these guys might not eat for five or six hours, and they're working. What, all of a sudden they shrink down to nothing after a football game? No, the body just doesn't need that much protein on a consistent basis. Yes, you need protein. Yes, you need it a certain amount. And yes, you need it somewhat on a regular basis. But if you're not eating or stuffing protein in your mouth or up your butt 24 hours a day, seven days a week, stop worrying about it. It's not going to make you bigger or stronger. You don't grow muscle. You build muscle. Too many people think muscles are like plants. You feed them, you water them, you give them sunlight, and they grow. Muscles, you feed them, you stick a lot of protein in them, you take creatine, you sleep, you're dieting, you're eating this, you're watching your macros, and all of a sudden, you're going to become bigger and stronger. Nobody ever seems to mention you got to get your ass in the gym and you have to work to build the muscle. Nobody ever seems to realize that you have to slave to build the muscle. The harder you work, the longer you work, the more muscles you will build. Did you ever see Arnold in Pumping Iron? He's working out like a maniac. This is how muscles are built. You build them, then you grow them. That's what happens. You traumatize the muscle, you create impact on the muscle, you create micro traumas on the muscle, and then the protein you eat allows the body to then rebuild those muscle fibers using actinin and myosin, making them bigger and then eventually stronger. That's how it occurs. It doesn't increase the number of muscle fibers. It just increases the size of those muscle fibers. And that occurs by overloading the muscle. That occurs by working and making adaptation occur. Nobody ever got bigger or stronger from eating. If that were true, Charles Barkley would be huge instead of just fat. Shaq would be big and muscular instead of big and fat. Okay, that's just the way it is. When athletes stop working out or doing cardio or training, they get big and fat. Why? Because their eating hasn't changed. They're still pounding down steaks and chicken and barbecue and all those great things that athletes get to eat when they're training hard, burning calories and building and maintaining muscle mass. But the moment Tom Brady stops playing football, he better stop eating tons of garbage or watch what he eats because he will begin to gain weight. And that's true of anybody. And I hate it when people say, oh, it's mostly diet. It's 95% diet. You can diet your way down to nothing. You can diet your way to lower body fat, but you cannot diet or eat your way 
to bigger, stronger muscles. You have to lift weights to do that. You have to work at it. You have to create a reason for the muscles to adapt and get bigger and stronger. And I'm sorry to tell you the truth, but that means your ass has to be in the gym, lifting weights, working hard, and slaving for it. And anybody who's ever been big or strong missed a couple weeks and they see their strength and their size, primarily their strength first and then their size second, plummet. And people are like, damn, I can't believe how fast I lose my strength and my size. And I always tell everybody, your workout is the rent you pay to keep your size and strength. The next topic is doing planks for abs. This is got to be the dumbest and the worst exercise or one of the worst exercises I have ever seen. The problem is this. It is a static movement, meaning there is no movement. It's static. You want to be able to stretch and contract a muscle. You make it eccentric or you stretch it out and then you shorten it or contract it or make it concentric. So effective exercise for any muscle involves making it eccentric and then concentric, stretching and shortening the muscle while it's under tension. This causes trauma. And when you're in some type of plank position, you're holding your body in position using your hamstrings and your ass and your lower back and your upper back and your shoulders and your arms and then your abs. It's not a very good exercise to give you a six pack. It's not even a very good exercise to strengthen your abs because a majority of that force is placed on your shoulders and your arms and your lower back and then your legs and your abs really, while they may feel tired, they're not being worked to an effective level to the point where it's going to massively improve the look or the strength of your abs. It's just that simple. The best thing you could do are crunches. Real simple. And if you think planks are doing a great job, do your planks. And then the next day, lie down on the ground, bend your knees, put your hands behind your head and bang out 100 crunches. See if you can do that. And if you can do 100 straight, then you've got good abs. If you can't get 100, then maybe planks aren't the game plan that you should be using to get abs. And remember, Looking at your abs, being able to see a six-pack involves not only doing the effective exercises consistently on a regular basis, but also involves dropping your body fat levels. And that's where diet comes in. So you can have a great six-pack, and we all know that if it's hidden by a layer of fat, you're not going to see it. But then once you've dropped your body fat levels, don't you want to do an exercise that's going to give you that six-pack? Don't you want to do an exercise that's going to strengthen your core, as it's been called for the last 15 or 20 years? I'm not sure why we substituted the word abs or abdominals or stomach muscles, but now it's core. And everything you do strengthens your core or engages your core. And if your core is not engaged, somehow you're not building muscles. Well, if you want to really train your core, you want to do crunches, some type of exercise where the muscle is elongated and then contracted. You can do leg lifts, which are very, very hard, but those two exercises, crunches or leg lifts, would be much, much better than a static exercise like planks. Because again, as I said, once you have lost your body fat, you want to be able to see your six pack. 
And seeing a six-pack means you have to know how to build a six-pack. And that means doing the right exercises. And finally, the conundrum of being lean or being big and strong. But it's hard to have both. And this is because when you eat a certain number of calories, those calories go towards maintaining your body mass. And then the excess calories either get excreted or stored as fat. So as you begin to decrease your caloric intake, you don't have as many calories available to maintain the same body weight. That also means you don't have enough calories to maintain the same type of muscularity. So as you begin to lose fat, you also begin to sacrifice muscle. This is why when you have people who are in very, very good shape, who have been training for long periods of time, and who are at their maximum potential, when they begin to diet, they begin to lose fat, they begin to lose weight, but they also begin to lose muscularity and strength and size because they don't have enough calories available to maintain their muscles. Will this happen to everybody? No. It's going to depend primarily on what kind of shape you're in, how hard you've been training, and what you're doing to maintain your current level of strength. If you've been training for two or three years and you're overweight, you can absolutely lose body fat while increasing your muscularity because you haven't maximized the potential of the muscle and you haven't maximized the potential of how much muscle you can actually build. As you get stronger, as you train longer, as you train for more and more years, the ability to diet and keep your size and strength becomes more and more difficult. If this wasn't the case, then professional bodybuilders would be 275 during the contest and 275 in the offseason, and they wouldn't have to worry about bulking up so they could put on additional muscle and increase their size by lifting heavier weights in the offseason. So again, how much size and strength you're going to lose during a diet is going to depend on what kind of shape you're currently in. The suggestion I would offer is this. Lose the fat gradually and slowly by gradually diminishing the amount of calories you eat. If you're doing cardio, that's fine. No need to up your cardio. But gradually and slowly decrease the amount of calories that you're taking in. So you lose five pounds in one month, a real five pounds. And then you see how this affects your strength. If it hasn't affected your strength, that's good. Then you can lose another five pounds and then see how that affects your strength. And then eventually there's going to be a point of no return where, ooh, I lose another five pounds. I can see it's affecting my bench press or my squat or some of my other exercises. And then you have to say, okay, I've got to pick my caloric intake back up. And then I have to increase my cardiovascular activity because now I'm going to need those additional calories that are available to maintain my muscle mass. But now I don't want those extra calories that I'm going to need to maintain my muscle mass that I didn't use to build muscle sticking around if they're not being utilized. So then I have to get rid of them by doing cardio. So it's a delicate balance, but the slower you can lose that body fat, the better off you're going to be and the less of a shock to your system it will be. Therefore, hopefully allowing you to slowly and gradually lose the weight while you can monitor your strength. I'd like to thank our sponsor, CBD Botanical Therapy, potent CBD products at affordable prices. If you have any questions, 
please hit me up on Facebook or Instagram. I'm more than happy to answer any questions you have to help you reach your fitness and weight loss goals. I'm Steve Tarano, and this is Body Performance. Body Performance.